See this? This is my boomstick. Jim, what the hell's the matter with you? Well, baby, he's so horny. He's so horny. I'm funny how? Are you funny like I'm a clown? I amuse you? Don't, don't, don't. I make you laugh? I'm here to fucking amuse you? What do you oh, mean, no, funny? Funny how? Yes. Let's just pray I yes. have the energy to get myself this another beer. This town needs an enema. My mom always said... Life was like a box of chocolates. I still have You never know what you're going to get. You have failed me for the last time. Wrong, sir. Wrong. I was saying balloons. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Why ask why? I'm Mal. And welcome to Bunch of Dorks. Uh, please listen to dun- bunchofdorks.com. Uh, or find us on iTunes and all the same shit I say every week. And with me uh, this week, I have Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown. Unknown. Yes, that's his shtick from the Slow Robot a Go Go. That and, we do. and actually, I forgot to say it on the other show. I'm going to have a new podcast coming out. Oh yeah, I'm going to do it on. It's going to be on my own, and it's going to be called I Hate You. Nice. Is that true? <laughs> no. Oh, that'd be a great podcast. Right, maybe we'll work on <laughs> it. <laughs> Every week it's like, why I hate you. <laughs> that would be the best podcast ever. Just like a 15 minute, just like, just like a drunken tear into everyone. It'd be like, everybody. you and your stupid iPods and cram them up your ass. You and your iPhones and all this stuff. <laughs> it's a me, phone. I it's a, a phone. I can't wait for the 5SWZ because that's going to have 1% more power. <laughs> Shut up, you idiot. <laughs> Oh, whatever. <laughs> I would listen to that faithfully. Okay, well, I'll think about <laughs> it. <laughs> Did I, okay, well, well, while we just brought that subject up, what's the deal with iPhones? I mean, I don't have one. I mean, it seems like it's a cool thing to have, but it's just like... Would you wait in line and no, talk about... A, no. Would you ever talk with a friend about a phone? Like, like, yeah, I, like, have, I, like have, I have. I have. I have. Dude, the resolution on this one is I just... Have. That you had to kick your own ass. Now. Yeah, I will. I mean, I'll, you know what? Just for just for that, I have to watch the movie Rubber all over again. That'll be punishment. <laughs> I I was like listening because I listen to a lot of podcasts about like video games or tech tech news and shit. I don't even know why. I'm slowly becoming like hateful towards technology. Yes, but a like, ludite they yeah. call it, like the Unabomber. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not go that crazy. Uh, <laughs> like I can't wrap my head around what Apple has done. They hypnotize everybody. Not everybody. There's a lot of us no, out No, not there. everybody. No, me, but, me included. But, no, oh no. my God. Like, like 90% of the people are hypnotized. people go, I have to go get a new phone. I have the 4S, but the 5 is out now. Yeah. Like, oh my God. We have to figure something out. Why like, do you think the Middle East hates us? We have to figure out a way to make people think that any little slight upgrade, slight, is a reason to come in and give us $200. Well, like, it's because we've got all this money. We and don't we have all this money. Well, Most of well us are, it's fake money. It's plastic money. We come up with this fake money, and then oh we don't end, we end up not paying it back, and then we get all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, it's like, well, I need, I need better stuff. You know, I'm guilty of it. I buy crap that I shouldn't buy, but you have to entertain yourself. Know, you, have to, you have to have some kind of a... I know one thing. If you don't have a hobby, whether it's a phone or whatever, you'll go nuts. So I can't... Yeah, but a phone is just a phone. Yeah, well, people like to talk a lot on it. And that's the other thing. I don't even know why we call them a phone. Have you ever it's talked... It's a computer. Have you ever talked no, to someone? No, I haven't. No. I wouldn't even answer it. I don't even know if I can answer my phone now. Like, I look no. at it... The other day, I was like... Oh, that's right, because you just text, right? I that's was, why you're only texting. Yeah, and I was like... I looked oh. at the phone, and I was like, I wonder if these have call waiting. And I was like, I wonder if there isn't even a call waiting anymore. Remember, like, in the old days, phones were so cool. You couldn't wait to talk to two people. And you'd go, hold on, I got another call. And you go, boop... Hey, Joey, blah, 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 I'm talking to Johnny. Boop, hey, Johnny, I got Joey on the line. And Did you ever have a phone where you can do the party line where you can be, you could, I had one, a service for a while, the regular (laughs) phone, where you could hit the, you hit the the thing twice, and I got like three people on the line, and we're all three, hey, how you doing, man? No, but I I did talk about that on air where I used to, where I worked had that. And Uh, and I found a, um, I talked about this probably like four shows back on Bunch of Dorks. 
Well, we are I mean, a bunch of yeah, dorks. Where, where I worked at had a, had that party line. Yeah. And we knew, I used to know of a transcribe service that would say the news in Vietnamese. And I used to call people up. <laughs> with I'd, I'd, I'd queue that up and I'd call them up and I'd hit it. So they'd answer their phone, hello? And it was just nuts. It was just like, people would be like, who are you? And they'd start saying, you you have wrong numbers. Oh, it was so funny. Dude, you were like the original jerky boy or whatever. Yeah, I know. Oh, I miss those days of crank calls though. You can't do it now because yeah. they can trace Dude, your call. now there's a GPS that goes, oh, he's a block away. Let's go yeah, beat his ass. Yeah, I miss crank calls. Like sending a pizza to your next door neighbor <laughs> and stuff like that. Then just showing up, hey, you got pizza here. Oh, all right. So, you know. Yeah, but it's one of those things where I don't even know if phones have call waiting anymore. I don't, I've never seen anyone use their phone as a phone. Like, I, well, you know what's weird about uh, the phone crank call? This happened to me once. I mean, this was a long time ago. I just, it just came. I just remembered it now. One time, I remember I like, picked up the phone, and it was some girl call, and I didn't know who she was, and she didn't know who I was, and it was like we just started talking and had a conversation, <laughs> and actually got to meet her and stuff like that and then you know she wasn't that great or anything like that but it's funny because nowadays i don't know if it was a crank call or what you know but it's like nowadays it's like if you call somebody you go, oh sorry you know they know your phone number or at least if it's not restricted they can get everything. like you said find where you are and go and kick your ass yeah, or GPS, something you know. everything i don't know there's no fun anymore i just i really but and even back to the other thing with the ipads and I just don't get it, man. I don't like. I I was talking to my pops about this because like, my, like my dad is kind of like me, where like we'd get more, uh, we'd talk more about a newer gun, or or like or something like that than we would about uh, a, a phone or a, or a iPad and stuff like that. Now I know how to use this stuff. I understand yeah, it, I but it's not even like real to me. Like like if you like a gun or a tool, like a new torch. That's a real thing. That's a thing that's like people use it for what it's supposed to be. Like I guess can't under, even understand like the buzz about these people walking around with their iPads and they're so what the hell are you going to do with it? It's just a freaking computer. It's just a big phone in fact now. Like Basically. the iPads like I, I don't know. I, it's one of those things where it's passed me by and I realize I'm on the outside. Like everyone else gets it, I don't get it. Like, I, everyone knows it's cool except me, and I'm the only one that's an idiot that goes... Well, it's kind of like the movie Rubber. Yeah. See, <laughs> that's the problem. I, that's the problem. And, and Everybody and, gets it except us. And they we don't do, get it. And they do get it. And, and pe- they laugh. And people talk about, like, the iPad, and they, they, they spout off these things that are meaningless to me. They Oh, the cloud computing can blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I don't, I don't care. I, mean, I don't... I don't care about any of okay. what you're saying. I'll like, tell you one good thing about the phones and stuff like that. I've seen a lot of videos on YouTube that they have people with a phone or whatever it is take of concerts and recordings. And it's really nice that they can go out to a show and get a nice video. Yeah. And I can watch it on YouTube and go like, wow, that group is doing a cover of that. That's really cool. And I've seen some footage, I mean, of people with their phones and technology shooting footage. And it looks really yeah. good. I mean, I, can, I, I don't mind that because if you can use it for an artistic purpose that's well, fine but just to do it just to like you know I'm just not, to have it that's kind of I'm not anti technology no, that's the no. other thing like I'm not saying this because I'm a bitter old crank like no like me I just I understand it but part of me is like no I I, I it's a fad if man. I if I if mine broke if I had an iPad I would use it until either that it wasn't supported anymore or it broke and then I would say oh okay time for a new iPad I've had this one for eight years or six years, whatever, in computer world, that's like an eternity. It's a fad. But I wouldn't have, like, an, a new iPad, and then next November, when they brought one out, they're like, well, time to get rid of this iPad. i got to go get the new iPad. That hurts my head, because these mm, things yeah. are expensive. They're well, so freaking expensive. I, like, this shit is ex- so I, much money. I think that the people that I know... They're not going and jumping on the phone every year. They got one, and I think they're going to just keep it for a couple of years. No, most people, well, a lot of people I hear, uh-huh. they just get the next iPhone, whatever. Oh, I can't do that. If you have the 4S, they go, nope, I'm going to wait in line, and then they get the 5. I wish I could do that with cars, too, just every year <laughs> get a new Jesus one. Jesus you know? Christ. No, or, every you know, time, or every time I use my underwear, I just get a new pair. And <laughs> Why wash it? I'll just Why wash it. Throw it away and I'm get gonna, a new I'm one. I'm gonna upgrade to my underwear. Point eight eight point one. I want to be like Hugh Hefner. Just wear like you know like a robe every day. And when I'm done with my clothes, I throw them away and I get new ones every day. You know. 
Man, that's what like, an awesome life he's had. What a life. Yeah, that old geezer. He's still alive, you know. They, they but, probably, she's probably like full of like dope and something to keep him alive and then or they whatever. Ta- but they talk about, one of the things that I love about him, he worked his ass off, but he Whoa. did it his way. Like he came up with I an mean, original idea. I, yeah, but I mean, like he would just lay around in his in his pajamas and stuff. But he was working, like just because yeah. his life his lifestyle was so cool. Yeah, you know what I mean, like that he was like I, he was making millions of dollars, but he just was did it. His, his, if it was two in the morning, he was working. Didn't matter if he slept till one in the afternoon. Didn't matter. Like he was working on something or another. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> Working on his next interview. Yeah. Working on the next playmate, maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but a lot of those, a lot of that stuff, I really admire when when it's um somebody very successful and they just don't do it. They do whatever they want, but it's still successful. Well, he liked like, his work. They, they work hard. They still. I mean, but it's so cool. I, yeah. I yeah. always thought like we had that TV show for a while. I always thought if that TV show would have hit, that's how I would have been. I probably yeah. would have worked like eighty hours a week. But I wouldn't have even cared. It, it would have been, been fun. Like yeah. at three in the morning, I would have been like, I would have woke up with an idea and just started doing it. You know, and sure. Because yeah. I, I did that even, even though it was unpaid, I would be, I was taking notes constantly. I have books of books of notes and skits ideas and stuff like that. It wasn't even work. You know. No, no, it's not and, work. And that's, when it's fun. <laughs> that's what I mean. It's it's incredible. But yeah. you can't get paid for that stuff. It's hard as hell to break in because I don't have an art degree. I mean, I don't have a producer's degree, and I'm not. Tarantino or whatever, so it's like yeah, uh, you know. well, and that's part of it too. The fact, yeah. also, the fact is that it's like nowadays it's getting getting even tougher because there's so many people uh-huh. getting into that field. The competition is back when it was an, when back when uh, when Hefner started the magazine. What competition did he have? Nobody. No one was he crazy. Was the first. They thought he was. They thought I he mean, was there were get... skin mags. I mean, the nudist colony mags, but he was the first one that turned it into a men's magazine, like uh-huh. a you know upscale. Yeah. You know, it was magazines. okay to read it. It was okay to read it. They had, they had articles. They, they had, had real stuff. They had real stuff. Yeah. And then, then, then his dirtier cousin, Hustler. Oh God, yeah. Well, Penthouse came before that. Oh, Penthouse oh, was oh, that's before right. Hustler. Playboy, Penthouse, and Hustler were. Well, the- no, it was Playboy, and then after that, it was like every skin magazine were Cavalier, uh, Gent. You know, there was tons of them, and then oh, was there? Penthouse oh. came along as. Like another high class, expensive alternative. The that, other ones were kind one, of like cheaper. Yeah, magazines. but Penthouse was like yeah, that a was lot a dirtier, deal. wasn't it? Like well, th- that was the first one that started showing pubic hair. I think that was their uh, like big like claim to fame, and that was like oh wow, they're really going. And then Hustler was like, forget it. <laughs> Hustler's like, I, I dare you to stop me. Hey, yeah, I'm in a I'm wheelchair. Gonna, I don't care yeah, about and it. And the fucker's still alive too. You know, <laughs> it's like, jeez, it's like you can't kill a roach. You know, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, but yeah, crazy. but anytime you have an original idea, and you yeah. and you are able to make it, you know, get it to the point where you can sell it and make money off it, you're in heaven. Yeah, I you're guess you're right. You, know, you never work a day in your life, you know. No, because it's like you just live off it, you know. I mean, God, can you imagine just sitting back? All you do all day is just look at pictures of naked women and decide which one's going to be in your magazine and have all these great writers sending you all these stories. and Oh, yeah, that's good. Ray Bradbury or this guy. Or another, yeah, sure, no problem, wow. you know. That's, that's true. That's, that's like, uh, you know, that's cake, man. That's no work. I Yeah, I guess you're right. That's, that'd just be like, then, but then there's always pressure. Like I, one thing I do always cracks me up about everything is it's almost like it seems like they in people invent a way yes. to have pressure to make pre- to you're, give you pressure. You're like, yeah. oh, okay. Well, what do you do? I I take pictures for a magazine. Okay. Well, we need those pictures by like yesterday. Exactly. Like, and, and you're like, wait, I just started, and they're like, well, <laughs> you're already late. You know, like they just, we build in like these pressures that make it. Well, you know why? My my, you know? my theory is that everybody in the world is really fucked up, except some of them can hide it in better than others. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, every, well, so, everyone everyone has their own weirdness. There, you know? there's, there should be you should you should be able to do it. Whenever it's done, it's done, and that's great. You know, there shouldn't be any of this like uh, what what do you want to call it? Fake pressure to get something done. It's like why? I mean, yeah, if Playboy was a monthly magazine, so I guess there was a deadline they had to like you but, know. Yeah, but I mean, and that's the thing. Okay. So let's say, let's say well let's use Playboy. You have a monthly magazine. It has to get to the printer probably one week before. So you have three weeks. Let's just yeah. pretend. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm yeah. sure the that 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 is much worse than that. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so at, after the very first one, isn't it just rolling? Like well, you probably have like a backlog of stuff that you can just that's put what in. I'm saying like 
wouldn't wouldn't it just like okay if you missed the turnaround for the the two week turnaround, doesn't that just miss go? It now aren't you ahead for the next month? Probably sure. So who cares? Like, yeah, yeah <laughs> you know what I mean. Like like who, like people obsess about it and like who gives a shit? That that magazine will sell just fine on February, and now March is already that much more done. Cause oh, the person that just missed the February cutoff is now just gonna be in March, and you can't tell me that it matters. Like, yeah, I mean, it matters if you're talking about the Super Bowl. It's got to go to the printer at know. a certain point, so you want to have all 200 pages of it right. by then. So somewhere or another, within two to three weeks, you have to put together 300 pages worth of advertising, right. pictorials. That's probably the advertising is probably the tough part. The advertisers are tough because you got. They're wait spending for their them. money and they're pissed if you. If yeah, exactly. Not, yeah. Yeah. That's true. I guess you have to think of it, you know, all all businesses like that, I guess. Yeah, the advertisers are the ones that put the pressure on you. I yeah. mean, for the most part. I mean, yeah, the artistic people do too. I mean, if you're doing a, let's say you're doing a comic book, you have to get the artwork done by a certain point because if not, they're going to press and it has to be lettered, it has to be written, it has to be done, all this stuff has to be done to it. And if you can't get it in within that point, I mean, yeah. you know, it's kind of like, oh, well. But these days... So what if you're like a couple of weeks late? I mean, it seems to me like it's an artificial, like you said before, an artificial date. You know, it has to be out every month. Okay, so it's a week late. Okay, next month will be a week early, whatever. Or what? Yeah, I don't know, you know. It's an outdated uh, system. I guess it kind of is, you know. I always wanted to to make a screen, a silk screening. I always thought it would be really fun to have my own, like, uh, T-shirt thing. Sure, yeah. You know, it's just one of those things where I, I keep getting talked about. I, I get, I think about it, and then I get talked out of it by by people I, I, that I pull in, and they they kind of like, no, you can't just do that. You can't just do that. And I'm like, I, maybe Why not? I, the I don't know. Are stopping you. I guess you're right. I I, I think I'm just. That's, the, that's the other philosophical thing. The only thing that stops people is other people telling them they can't do it. Yeah. I I I mean, would I? I'd probably lose my ass. But so what? At least I'm trying something. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I, I know for a fact, wow, I'm getting really deep and philosophical yeah, go here. Ahead. Okay. I know for a fact that in the past... Hey, people come to Bunch of Dorks cause for philosophy. Yeah, they come for philosophy <laughs> and deep thoughts, not just like, you know... Not just drunk mouth yeah. falling out of his chair. It's like, if you think about it, how many people in your life, if you if you were, if you, especially when you're younger, you listen to them, stopped you from doing things that Everything. you could have done? Everything. It's like it seems to me like a lot of people just want to stop you. I mean, yeah, obviously you don't want to be going around like, killing people or, like, hey, or don't raping jump people off the building, or whatever. You'll, you'll break your. But bones, I'm talking like. about artistic endeavors. I can, I can, I know in particular there was one person that I was in, was a friend of mine who was an artist that he basically, and it's my fault for letting the person do that, would tell you, oh no, you shouldn't do that. That's wrong. Or that's wrong. That's not good enough. You know what? Fuck you. Now I know it's fuck you. You know why? Who the hell? It's your insecurities. That it's your insecurities and your ego that's stopping other people from doing things, you know. And because these people, because these people, me in general, trusted in you and believed in you and thought that you were, you know, oh wow, this guy's way better or whatever, yeah. and it was wrong, you know. He turned out to be good, but nothing great. And that's just an example of people yeah. that stop you from reaching your potential because of and, and, either know, jealousy or insecurity or whatever. Right. I remember there was a person at the Widget Factory who was kind of she uh, she was talking about um, her husband had. Her and her husband had gone in and tried to buy a. They bought a a gas station, just like oh, one of those, okay. like one of those Haji Mart, Haji Mart kind of things. Yeah. And um, and it had failed after a couple months, and you know they lost their asses a little bit. And she was talking about it in the negative, saying this this is terrible, and he, you know whatever. And I said, hey, at least I, I said at least he's trying. Yeah. And, and she said, what do you mean? I was like, hey, the dude has a dream. You know, if it would have hit, you would have four gas stations and be rich. It didn't work, but maybe his next idea will work. Exactly. Said, so don't be so hard on him. He's 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 running, man. He's working. No, he's, and and not and he's it, trying, it, and it's okay to fail a lot of times. It's the, great to fail as long as you learn from it. The one time you succeed, and bam, bam. You know. Here's another one. Again, going more art things. I had yeah. art teachers in school that were like bears. They were like, oh no, you kid, this isn't no good. It's too stiff. You get another teacher. Oh yeah, this is really good. I really like this. So it's like, hey, well, you know, there's yeah. no there's no barometer of taste for everybody. You know, there are rules that have to be followed. There, you know, there's things that you do to make things look good. But as far as somebody, a be all end all critic that tells you that this is great, it's like going back to movies again. There is none. You are the critic. You are the yeah, artist. You yourself. do what you got to do. You push yourself. Yeah, that's true. And boy, you know, 
I this is weird. I had a very unconventional art teacher when we were in elementary school. Okay. The dude was hilarious. He was this giant guy. He, if you were bad, he used to hang you up by your belt on a hook. Like, he'd pick you up by your belt and hang you on a hook, like, where the coats are. But he would, like, say, okay, you two, come up here. And he would grab you, and he'd, he'd put you on a... He'd shove you in a garbage can and put you like you were driving something and say, okay, everyone, draw what you see. And yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, right. And, like, I, thinking back, I, di- I didn't get anything out of it when I was a kid because I was a stupid kid. But thinking back, I was like, that guy was really cool. Yeah. That guy was giving us... Trying to use our kids' Imagination. broken imaginations and saying, go... Go, go, just keep pushing. And he was always like that. He was such a cool guy, such a fun guy, you know. Yeah. I, 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 I always wish I would have known what became of him or, you know, or maybe even Facebook, when, I don't know. Uh, maybe when he was even like an 80-year-old guy just getting an a, a, a email saying, man, you're really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. I don't know. I, I, I should probably try to find him. No one ever does that, though. But that's one of those, just one of those things where you, I admire him now for how, how open-minded he was. Probably now he'd get arrested. <laughs> like, oh, you can't put my kid in a garbage can. That's like whatever discrimination or yeah, something. Yeah, right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is just a little white, white uh, suburbia kid. Like, we were like in the middle of nowhere, you know. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Like our, the town I grew up in was like just a like, little shithole at twenty five hundred people. Nice. All crackers and farmland. You know, it was not. It was. <laughs> it was no. I know nothing else. You know, so you could get away with a lot more. But I mean, you know, just. Well, yeah, there was a lot more shit you'd get away with back in the day, even if you weren't in the sticks. Now it's a little more... I'm pretty uh, sure if you hang some kid up by his belt hooks, you're going to get in trouble now. Oh, yeah. Back then, it was just like, you know, like initiation into life or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're just going to stick knitting needles in your eyeballs. It's just... A, it's just a, Everybody does it. They're like, know. oh, this is the good teacher. He doesn't hit you with a belt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, got, I, got hit, I got hit with a belt in school. Yeah, yeah sure. I got beat yeah. up pretty good by Yeah, hey, if it doesn't kill you, it'll make you stronger, right? Sure. Yeah, there you I, go. That was... That was bunch of philosophers, by the way, not bunch of dorks. <laughs> we're bunch of philosophers, bunch of right? Philo- philosoph- philosophers. Bunch of philosophical dorks now, actually. <laughs> dot what we org. Are. Dot org. Forward slash, huh? Yeah, exactly. All right, we're gonna go to a music break. Our first one is going to be "Super Sexy Razor" by Mika Bomb. <laughs> Oh, 
that was Mika Bomb. I, I think they're still in existence. I don't know. I haven't checked them lately. They're they're a a band uh, from the UK. They're a Japanese band from the UK. Um, I really dug their stuff, but I haven't checked up on them lately. And you know, bands kind of come and go pretty quickly. In Did the... you ever do any of that group called Acid Mother's Temple or something like that? They were like a Japanese oh, like acid rock band. No, I tried to. They're expensive. Are they? Okay. Like, I think they're to the, they're too highfalutin for me. Like, uh, like what you have to do is you find these groups that are that are just starting out or on indie indie label, labels. Oh, they're a big band. That's yeah. what I mean. And and you write them an email, and usually they're like, "Yes, please play us." You know, and I'm always like, "Let me have your information. I, I we put links and stuff like that." So it's kind of win-win. As soon as they get any kind of sponsorship or whatever, that's all gone. You know, like. As soon as any label picks them up, or as soon as they they play one Vans tour, they think they're too good. See, I, I, that's one legal thing I don't understand. If you're playing a, a, a professional band's music on your podcast, you're not making money off this podcast. You're basically just I like know. I didn't know there was any. I I thought it was just if you're and not promoting is. it and if you're not like making money off it, why would anybody sue you? Especially if you're doing a podcast. I, I don't know. I know there are strict rules, like there's legality yeah, involved in it, where it it has to be like either a podcast podcast safe music or okay. Even I think even some of the bands that have given me uh, permission, I kept all the correspondence so I can say no, no. But even a, a record label, if it's not an indie one, could come back and say you can't play our stuff, and they'd be like, well, the band said I could, and they'd be like, well, that that's not like like that's not even legal. Hmm. If I sat down and had a beer with the lead singer and he was like, you can use it, the, the record label, unless it's indie, could still come and say, get you get your shit off of our stuff. See, see to me, and I, and I didn't come up with this idea. This was from something I read by Neil Young. He thinks that, he said basically that the internet now is like kind of like a radio station. Hmm. It's just basically like a promotion so you can go out and buy it. So as far as I'm concerned, if you're playing somebody's music who's a signed to a label all you're doing is promoting them you're not ripping them off but hey I know. what do I know, you know? and even even if you play something and you go like well I could have done without that like let's say um, I talked shit about one of our groups you're still the fact is the name is getting out there people are listening to right. it and they might not agree with me just because I say something sucks doesn't mean that they're going to say oh, I hated that music they'll listen they might be like that's the best song I ever heard you're, right, yeah. you're still getting your, your voice out there it still generates like ticket sales and record sales and stuff. So I I don't know where that comes from. Now if we were making a million bucks off this, then there would be a different story because people are going like, hey, wait a minute, you're Where's making money off my music. Where's my piece of the action or whatever? And I don't know. Like that's one of the things I'm gonna start trying to shop around the Slow Robot show and also probably this one to see if I can get under one of those like internet radio stations. Yeah, that'd be good. I don't even know how to start. I'm yeah. trying to find these avenues, and I and they're out there, and and especially Slow Robot has such a a, a strict format about movies. Right. It it it's marketable. This one would be a challenge, even though we have a long history. This one's more personal. That's what I mean. They don't know what they're getting each week. Now that would also appeal to some. If it's like a strange podcast radio station, we might be right up their alley, where they're like, yeah. well, it's an hour. I don't know. I don't know what we're getting, but here you yeah, go. You know, an hour of potpourri yeah. weirdness or whatever, exactly. metaphysical so, strangeness. I don't really know how to. I don't really know a lot about it. Okay. I know. I always kind of figure that the internet right now is like the wild west. Yeah. Like in the future, they're going to look back on this time. Well, yeah, they're going to start taxing it now. They're, they're going to be. They're going to look back and go, "How the hell did that?" happen how did how was it that free and that's the best thing that's like for when it, cable it. tv first started it was so free you saw this uh -huh. weirdness and then when it became like this garbage that it is now when it's, it's on its last legs anyway it, you it, know isn't tv almost unwatchable it's unwatchable dude i i, I watch youtube I instead watch, of tv i watch this stuff and i'm like jesus christ this is terrible like it's just channel after channel of shit like it's not even yeah i mean i'm just waiting for hardcore pornography to be on a and e or something <laughs> like that that's the only thing that's going to bring people in to watch it it's just like boring it's like oh every re stupid reality show in the world you know it's oh, like it's God. like nose pickers this week on nose pickers <laughs> and it's like what? i found me up with some gold and, <laughs> yeah. and i watch those shows and i'm like where's your humility like no why, why are we showing this about america you don't you have any Oh God! Don't you have any creativity besides the fact that you go to like you know uh, 
you buy up like storage units. Where's you your self-respect? No, none whatsoever. Well, you, like Americans, why, putting stuff that is embarrassing, swamp critters and, and honey boo-boo and shit. <laughs> that's, those are the people you hide and put in carnivals. You don't put them on the TV and say, look what America is. Yeah, right. You have some, you should be ashamed. Oh, my God. But, no. But, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> they make money and they, they, they the slack-jawed yokels come out and yuck, yuck, yuck. And Honey Boo Boo with her juju juice or whatever that stuff is. Yeah. They're like, oh my God. Th- this guy I used to know had, had a theory, and I believe it now. The more I see things, the more I more I believe it. Everything is becoming professional wrestling. Politics is becoming professional wrestling. Every TV show is becoming professional That's, wrestling. That it's would just, make a very good thesis. That that would make a good, like, uh, for, uh, like, a master's degree. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, like, uh, like, Why, everything's professional wrestling now. It's all, it's all like, these fake conflicts it's all it's true it's, you're right it's all <laughs> that's so funny that is everything is the everything is pro wrestling now man fake conflicts all these like in, invented crap to get people against each other and then a predetermined outcome at the end you know but is. in the meantime things people do get hurt and things can happen but it's like i don't know maybe it's i'm not being a conspiracy guy or anything like yeah. that but it just seems like everything's becoming professional wrestling that's funny days. your friend is smart uh, and he said this like 20 years ago. Uh, will he mind if I steal that? <laughs> you, know, you, know, you, know, you know what he was saying it originally about? You're going to laugh at this. He thought that professional football was becoming professional wrestling. He was a big <laughs> conspiracy pro football guy. But now it's like I've taken it further. And it looks to me like when the more I see TV and the more I see what's going on, it's just pro wrestling, man. It's Everybody's true. like coming up with reasons to get everybody like all agitated or whatever. Me, oh, everything is so spiteful and hateful. Yeah, and, and the reality shows like show it. You know, I mean, all they're doing is is all they're doing is going to the lowest common denominator and exploiting it. It's like back in that day they exploited the B movies, but it was a movie. You know, okay, we're gonna do like some trashy like you know whatever uh, theme, but but now they're getting real people and exploiting their stupidity and then the real people are going along with it because hey, at least I got it on TV you know I'll get famous I, and they just do and they, yeah. yeah I don't know man I, I I thought higher of my country I used to that's a world I don't think it's a country I think it's humanity I don't think it's a uh, country I think every country is just whatever it is you know I just think it's people in general because whatever one country I mean a lot of you know a lot of these reality shows came from overseas they came yeah. from either Britain they came from Japan they came from all these other countries and we just kind of jumped on the bandwagon or I, I mean well actually right. Candid Camera was kind of like remember Candid Camera that was kind of like the first real <laughs> reality TV show as well as professional wrestling or whatever yeah. that was kind of like the first real for me anyway that I can remember style of this and that well I think we need more Undertaker characters in all our, all our stuff like <laughs> yeah, some guy just go. comes out and kills somebody be like well there we go uh, yeah. thank god the Undertaker came out and ended this political race <laughs> yeah, <well. laughs> just, just comes out and does that across the neck yeah, like, that thing, rest yeah. in peace and just kills everyone and be like yay thank god it's over yeah, I'd, I'd sign up for that. Yeah, but I, I don't watch any. I don't watch any television. I mean, I mm-hmm. watch professional football. You're and a I watch college sports, and I watch. Uh, I watch YouTube on my TV. And I watch Netflix. See now, I do. I do think that there is some. Um, I didn't used to, but I do think that he's right about the NFL. I think there's hidden agendas there. Well, did you hear about the one today about the re- about the referee? Yeah, the guy the with Saints the Saints fan. Well, I mean, I'm not even talking about that level. I'm talking about like they tell. ESPN what to say I think so they pitch us they try to build their next superstars like they tried that with Sanchez for yeah. some reason that that before that draft it was like two months of nothing but talking about this guy who yeah was, the whole which, the whole which was preseason gives yeah. a shit and he went one or whatever like they made that they made that happen and you're like the Tebow too yeah and you're like who cares about this jerk who even and negatively Okay. Yeah. They they've been kind of besmirching Brett Favre for a lot of years. Now, like him or not, yeah. we watched one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of ever. Yeah. Okay, you have to say that. And then they kept on bringing him up. He wasn't saying anything. They were mm-hmm. saying him until we were so sick of him and they're like, "Oh, here comes this prima donna Brett Favre." Yep. This dude is in Mississippi throwing at a high school. He doesn't care about you or anything. He's not a prima donna. Professional wrestling. He's not a prima donna. He's just some guy. Like, mm-hmm. he's literally just some guy that we were in love with, and now the media has turned him to a villain. Yeah. And why? Like... Because they can. Have you ever heard him say anything bad ever? Like... 
No, I mean, the only stupid thing he did was he was sexting that woman as junk or whatever. Don't, you know? don't you think everyone... Don't, <laughs> I'm sure there's some Romo junk floating <laughs> yeah, around oh, out on the internet. Yeah, and, no doubt, you know, yeah. But, I mean, they just don't stop. And, and, till, and no one ever says, hey, you know, why don't you guys shut up? Maybe if you stop talking about Brett Favre, you know, we I, I, can just remember him for the great guy he was and... You know what I like to do? I like to take a picture of my garage and go to somebody, look, I'm texting you my junk. <laughs> Boom. No. no, but seriously. Every Thursday I drag my garbage cans out, <laughs> click, junk, pick, done. Here's my junk. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. I'm going to jot down a note. I, I just saw it on my first, uh, on my first silk screen. It's going to be yeah, there you go. Texting my junk. Can I put a garbage can in the front? I'm cutting this out because I'm going to do that. <laughs> oh God! But anyway, <laughs> awesome. What was that? There was a there was there was a, a Warren Zevon song called uh, "Bring Me Lawyers, Guns, and Money." You know, that's about it. That's about right. That's you so know, funny. and of course Shakespeare said the way to a perfect society is to kill all the lawyers. <laughs> so there you go. That's yeah. All. So way back then they still hated lawyers. They hated them from day one, man. Day one. But eh, whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's the way it is. <laughs> I guess you're right. That's so funny. <laughs> I don't know. So I got a question about your the the dub four twenty thing. Uh-huh. How did how did you end up getting into that? You know, because I don't know the whole story. Did you just walk up to the? Because uh, I wouldn't. Because we got to still figure out a way for you to get them on YouTube or whatever. Yeah. Because I've noticed I found another guy on there. Some guy who gets dressed up like a skull face dude. He's got like a horror movie show and he's playing the B movies and he's uh-huh. hosting them. He's doing like a real show on there. Oh, cool. I mean, you know, because that that stuff seems to be because now that you can do put an now you can put an hour and a half on there with no See, problem. Yeah. Initially, the plan was, oh well, we can go back. Uh, if you've heard this from listening in the past, sorry, but we're gonna recap. Yeah, because I don't uh, know. Yeah, <laughs> from parts unknown. The uh, so basically we um, I I don't even know we I had this idea of taking old movies and and rescripting them. Right. Because. And then me and, at that time, George still lived up here, um, uh, my friend George, who was Oliver Klozov, and uh, and we just, I don't even know how, like, I found out about public access. I never even knew there was such a thing. I yeah, it was high-end channels and cable or whatever. I never even knew it existed. Mm-hmm. And then I found it somehow, either through some random search online or some somehow, and I found out, how, like, where to go, and I went to this this building in the middle of nowhere and was like how do I do a show and they were like well you have to have they go you have to have a class and I and, and I was like oh and they go and they go we, we and they were like well we give them you just have to go through a class for seven weeks and then at the end of that we trust you to use our equipment and you can make a show and I was like nice. oh and I and I showed up with my notepad and I was like really into it you know and then as soon as the I finished my class that building closed down Oh, so it okay. closed, and I was like, "Shit!" And then I didn't do anything with it for like a year or two, and then I found out that there was this new building that they built with the taxpayers' money. And what happened was half of it was government, half of it was private for the mm-hmm. for that. And then after a couple of years, they shut down the private part, so they used uh, the taxpayers' money, duped them. But anyway, so I wrote them a letter because they originally they said, "No, you have to get another class." And I was like, I wrote them and said, "Hey, bullshit!" You know. I got. I was the last class in that other one. You, you're. I. You shouldn't make me do that. And they were like, okay, just come up. So then we just. I just started finding bad movies, and then me and Oliver Klozov just would rescript them. And those first ones were painful. We were terrible I've at seen it. A you know, of them. they were bad, and we. I mean, we were using tape recorders. We were using. Nice. Like, at one point they said, well, the video. Because they were always doing things to try and, like, screw with me. Trying to get me off, I think, there. Because they go, well, your video, 50% of it has to be shot in the in the, in this area for it to be public access. So I, so I videotaped my television playing the movie <laughs> and said, here you go. And then they dropped that. Like, <laughs> like, they, like, like, literally. And, I, and they were just like, wow, he's such a dick. I think they were just like, they were just like, just forget it. He, he can't be stopped at that point. Like. I would just, whatever they said, I said, okay, and I would figure out some bullshit around it and just do it. Like, literally, one of them is me videotaping <laughs> the TV, and they were like, 
Shit, he figured out a way around that one. Okay, and then they would <laughs> just do something else. That, I never really thought of it. Like, I never was even angry about it. I just shrugged my shoulders and said okay, and would figure out a way around their block. <laughs> you know? Because I, I think what happens was the bad... Like, the, the, the TV shows that were considered, like, bad... Okay. They were yeah. usually, like, two or three shows. They were unpredictable, unreliable people. Yeah. I was there with my tail wagging every freaking month with my new tape in hand going, here's my show! And they, and they were like, this oh, guy... Yeah, they were yeah. like, this he, guy just keeps making them. He's like, giving us product or whatever. And I did it faithfully. Like, we did... we Every month I had a new TV show. We did it every month. Oh, okay. And they even... We won awards for best editing. We won... A, like, wow. So... After the first initial shock, I guess, of us, what we were doing, they just let us alone. They were like, this is a, this guy's just his own... He's in his own world. He's in his own world. He does it every time. He doesn't use our stuff. The hell with it. Just, he leaves us alone. Yeah, he like, comes yeah, in with product exactly, and leaves. Exactly. They're like... He's not destroying the set They, or like, love like him or hate him. Who cares? He, every month he's giving us a show, so they... Uh, okay. So, yeah, it was just... Just it happened slowly because we we didn't have anyone helping us. We figured it out from ground up, so we just did whatever we wanted to, kind of thing, you know. At towards the even towards the end because we didn't have a mixing board. I have more stuff for these podcasts. <laughs> I have way more stuff for these podcasts than I ever did for the TV show. Wow. We I would borrow their video camera. I would run three microphones into their into their camera. And we sat there with our scripts in hand, reading our scripts person by person, f- along with the TV show, so I didn't have to edit it as much. And that's how we did it. And I would take the tape, I would take it up to the studio, ingest it, then edit it, and there you go. <laughs> like, now, if we did a TV show now, like, the script would sound so perfect. We'd all be laying down our own tracks, and I'd be, like, yeah, editing right, it. Yeah. Like, it would be absolutely perfect. We just didn't even know. And they were fine. They were funny enough. That's the like, best stuff, too, when you don't know, when you're experimenting straight and Straight up crazy. Out, yeah. The shit we did was just, like, people be like, what the hell was that? Like, I would just, we would just blow up something in a microwave or, I or, saw or, or one, hit yeah. somebody with a log. I used to, like... Or, or, or break a computer with, like, a <laughs> sledgehammer or something. so awesome. I used to just break stuff in the name of art so much, like, like my neighbors just knew there was always stuff getting on fire and blowing up in my backyard because <laughs> I was just like art boom and I would just be filming me just, just destroying whatever I could get my hands uh, on that's awesome. you know and then we would just cut that in for no reason or that's awesome yeah it was a lot of fun not like the that's why we were never marketable we weren't predictable and dumb so yeah <laughs> we, were, well, we were dumb but we just weren't we predictable, were predictable yeah <laughs> and uh, everyone knows we hate that all right we're gonna go to our second uh what do we got going on here this is the Space Party with Beyond the Surf. They're kind of like a... Well, obviously they're surf music, but you know, they're, they're, they're pretty cool. Those guys let us use their music a Are they lot. local? No, they're, I don't know where they're out of. They're not local, though. Mm. I just met them on... Uh, I go, I'm on a forum of uh, Surf Guitar 101. It's like a forum for uh, for surf guitar lovers and, and talk about, you know, what, what do you use, that kind of stuff, you know. Oh, yeah. Gear yeah. talk, all that bullshit. Because I do... For how much I like the really aggressive and hateful music, I love I love Hawaiian and surf music a lot too. Yeah, I have a big collection of like of the of the Hawaiian music. I bet you I have a, a hundred albums of just like that. Cool, did, I, did I ever relaxing. give you a copy of the Ukulele Ultraman? <laughs> no, but you have to. Okay, yeah, well. <laughs> I don't know why you haven't up to this point, but you need to. Okay, just checking. <laughs> Here's our ukulele rendition of Surf Party Beyond the Surf. And that's not true at all.
thank you very much for inviting us to your space party. Nice. Uh, yeah, that was a nice one. Not really. I just, you know, whatever. You just played it. Yeah, exactly. Very good. Thank you very much. Uh, make sure you check out all the band links on our webpage, uh, bunchofdorks.com. We usually, we have, I, I think there's a few missing, but we generally, we have uh, all the links to the bands that we play on the side, so you can click and check out about them. I would like to say that um, last week I had talked about Electric Frankenstein to um, uh, buying up their merchandise because of uh, they need to raise some money for a European tour. Tour. Well, that's changed a little bit because uh, he found out that he, the guitar player, needed uh, open heart surgery immediately. No way! Yep. So as of yesterday, he came out of it. Uh, he did make it through the surgery, but yeah, they cut his chest cavity open and all that stuff. So. I doubt they'll be making the European tour, but now I'm telling you to buy the merchandise so he has food. Uh, so, because <laughs> I think this is his means of income, the Electric Frankenstein. So He's a young guy, right? Or no? no, 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 he's older. Oh, okay. Electric wow. Frankenstein's been around for a while. Okay. But give them uh, some, of the, some of your money and some of your love. At least send them an email saying, we like your music and we hope that you are okay soon. The links will be on the show notes like, like they were last week if you click on them. I have the page and all that information up there. So, wow. we, our hearts and prayers are with you, young mm. Frankenstein. Young Wait, Frankenstein. no, Mr. Frankenstein. Mr. Wait, Frankenstein. Electric Frankenstein. Frankenstein Jr. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Are you? Are we doing the um, in October? Are we going to that? Uh, to yeah. the To Frankenstein yeah, and Bride of Frankenstein. Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. We're going. Okay, cool. I I wasn't sure. That's like a Wednesday night though, or something. I think it's a Thursday night. I have to get the exact date so I can. The twenties. Fifth, maybe October. Did you now? Did you pre-buy? No, I haven't bought. I, I know Duder bought. Duder pre-bought, but he's up. Yeah, I, he's up in. Uh, he's up like up in Georgia. Yeah. yeah, he's up in. He's, he's up in, in he's Michigan. A, he's in Georgia Light. So, uh, yeah. which is the, yeehaw. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that was the worst yeehaw I've ever heard. Thank you. <laughs> You're like, thank you. I take that as a compliment. The worse you can go yeehaw, the better off in life you yeah, are. Sure. Oh yeah. The. Shows you something. Yeah, so cool. We'll have to do a slow robot outing where we maybe we'll uh, record a Frankenstein special after we see him or something. Like oh, that. yeah, definitely. Because yeah. then, then we don't have to watch it. We've already watched our two movies for the week. We can just, you know. Oh, yeah, Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. I'd definitely do that. I've never seen either of them. Really? You've never seen a well, I've you... seen parts of Frankenstein. Of course, I mean. Yeah, you can't help but I see mean, it. Yeah, exactly. But I've never seen fr- start to finish. You know, both of them. So that's Frankenstein's awesome. a little more slow moving, but uh, Bride is funnier and it's a little a little snappier. That's like Pinbot and Bride of Pinbot. You know, yeah, Pinbot's a little bit slower, but when you get to the Bride of Pinbot game, then yeah. That's exactly it. You're 100% <laughs> right. You're like that great weird, analogy. That weird analogy that's totally wrong. 100% yeah, right. 100% right. Yeah, you got it, man. <laughs> so last week, or this, I'm sorry, yesterday was the 100th anniversary of Heritage Village here in Florida. That uh, uh, what's Heritage Village? Heritage Village is like an old timey place that that shows like churning butter and schoolhouses. And me and me and my father are blacksmith there. So oh okay, I get it. Yeah. Now. So the the Heritage Village celebrated their centennial, and um, what happened was I got an email earlier last early last week to my dad saying, hey, we need you guys to come down. Um, we're gonna everyone's showing up to do their you know work their stands and all that stuff now we're volunteers this isn't for money or anything like that but usually me my pop and the head blacksmith we usually don't start blacksmithing just yet it's too hot like usually we go down like every weekend to blacksmith but it's over the winter yeah like it'll start like november because frankly when it's too hot to walk to your car imagine standing in front of one of those uh 2000 degree forges you know (laughs) It's really hot, and it like my arms feel like like noodles today because they're just so tired from hammering on the steel. And by after two or three hours, like you're sitting down because you're just like, oh my god, I might not make it. You know, you you feel like the energy is just dropping out of you. Is it is it like being like in an attic in the summer or something like well, that? Well, a, a two thousand degree yeah. attic, you know. So it's yeah. and but you're hammering, you're working so hard, and you're like you're just you feel like the the water and everything leaving your muscles like you you literally oh, feel like man. you're just you're just dying you know so uh but it was good it was i had a lot of fun it was great because like a lot of kids were there a lot of stuff you teaching kids about it you know so uh if you're in the area if you're in the tampa clearwater area check out heritage village um 
it's a very it's a fun place especially if you have kids walk around and show kids you know what it was like before walmarts you know it, it it talks a lot about old houses old ways of doing things it has the barns and has the old fire uh trucks from the like late yeah. uh, early 1900s and shit like that so i would encourage everyone to slide on down and check it out nice and maybe you'll see me making a knife out of a railroad spike or something cool that sounds good yeah it's fun. sounds like fun it won't be for another month though <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but the 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 weird thing is the guy, the head blacksmith, who we've worked with for a couple of years now, he's actually a master knife maker. No shit. He went up to Georgia to get certified as to make a to make make knives, and he's made some. I mean, he's made a lot of knives, but he's really good at it. Like he he makes these like works of art. You can't believe it, really. Wow. Out of like a drill bit. He'll take an old drill bit and he makes it in a knife and you're like, wow, <laughs> you know, like it looks like nicer than a hand than a, than a machine made one, you know. Right, right. Yeah. I'm actually taking my, uh, I have two really nice katanas, the, the samurai swords. I have one that's, uh, it's called a practical practical katana, that's made to practice cutting through bamboo and stuff like that. And then I have one that's very expensive and that I don't cut things with. But I'm actually gonna take that down next time and give it to him and he's gonna uh, resharpen it, so he'll put a, like an edge on it that'll. Make it go through like steel. Flesh. <laughs> It'll make it go through sex and fury. Yeah, nice. Bang. Listen to Slow Robot a Go Go. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get that sex and fury thing. Anyway. So, what do you got going on, man? You got anything coming up this week? Oh, God. We're just kind of chilling, man. That's all, that's all that's going on. Chilling. You know, yeah. just watching more movies and doing some artwork and reading some books. Yeah. Oh, did you watch any movies this week? Well, the other ones, than the, the ones that no, the other one too. I watched the other one that we're gonna do. Oh, that's right. So I'm I'm good. And that's why that's why I was thinking about doing another movie because I'm already done with the. Yeah. I'm already oh, you, done. You've with done the your movie. homework. Yeah, I did my homework for, for Dirty Mary and Crazy Larry. I so. watched the first disc. I bought a Blu-ray of a uh, of the uh, Samurai Champloo, which is an anime out of uh, an anime with like kind of a. It's a pretty fun one. I I, I usually don't get too too caught up in the anime, but. This one was a good story, kind of a fun story, and edgy enough that it kept my uh, attention. So I watched the first. I got a Blu-ray box set of all of them, you know. So I watched the first disc and liked it. Now I'm gonna head into the second season. I'll have to do that. Oh, you know what I have been doing? It's kind of like a little weird esoteric thing. Psst. You know, shocking. <laughs> I found this. Uh, you really? Yeah, really weird esoteric. Really, I'm not. Ma- I'm not remaking the movie Rubber or anything like that. <laughs> Or I'm doing gonna, a sequel dude, or anything. I'm going to remake Rubber, but I'm going to use a person. It's going to be totally crazy. <laughs> yeah, what a concept, man. <laughs> wow. The, 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 the main character is not going to be a tire. It's going to be a human. Oh, my God. That is genius, okay? Wow. I should make one and just have it like a cat. Yeah. Just like just take my cat and just film it and then make, make him. Yeah, just blow. having a punchy going around blowing people's heads off. <laughs> And just cutting back to her, like, <laughs> expression on her face. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It would have the same expression as a tire. Yeah, it's exact exactly. Same. My, my, cat is, my cat, Punchy, is so dumb she would walk into a fan. Yeah. She's like, just like, uh, just sits there like, I'm surprised she has enough brain function to, like, walk and breathe. Like, I'm surprised she can do both of them. Like, she's, she's a simple cat. She's a simple cat. She's a simple cat with simple dreams. <laughs> anyway. So, so, anyway, what I've been doing lately is, uh, I found this uh, Google newspaper archives, which is like they have all the, not all the old newspapers, but some old newspapers going back to the 1800s. And they, wow. you know, they got the microfilm and, they, and they're and they online. So I found the Miami newspaper and I'm, and I'm cutting up all the uh, ads for the movies or whatever, going like, oh, wow, I didn't realize this movie played here and that movie played there. And oh, I saw this movie in 75 or whatever. Oh my God, is that true? I'll bring them next time. I'll show them to you or whatever. Yeah, oh, I've, I've got like 500 of them already. I found kung fu movies, all the horror movies. Oh, my God. The summer movie club with like, hey, kids, come see some. The best. Here's the best. You've got to bring that in and show yeah, it to Yeah, I'll me. bring I'm, them to I'm you. I'm going nuts. I can't believe it. Here's the best. The, the, the smart asses in, in Miami would take like the movie ad. You would see like all the movies all bunched together. There was one of them, I swear to God. It's on the top. The top ad is... 
hey kids, summer movie club, 25 cents, you know, come see the movie. And the bottom ad, right directly underneath it is like gaiety burlesque, okay? It's like, oh, you're a real wise guy, huh? You got the kitty show and you got the... the kitty the, porn you got show. The titty and the, you got the kitty and the titty show right next to each other, you know? I mean, really, you know, but yeah, I'll bring them in. It's a lot of fun. Oh, that is awesome. Especially because I find the movie theaters that I went to and I go, oh man, they were playing like... Bobby Joe and the Outlaw, Palm Springs in 73. I didn't go see it. What was I thinking? So you, know? you can go from like week to week? Like yeah. this Friday, this yeah. Friday, this yeah. Friday, this Except Friday. the missing, they have missing like episodes, the missing uh, issues. Oh, of course, of course. You know. But it's not every newspaper. I found the Miami News, which was a local one that we had. It was the afternoon paper. And I found that the Palm Beach Post. Incredible. Now, I don't know if they would have the newspaper for where you're from. But you could look. It it's was Google, a Times newspaper. It it's, was a, it's Google know. newspaper archives. Now there's archives. This is free. There's archives where you have to pay money for, which it has the rest of the newspapers, I guess. The bigger newspapers, maybe. Right. But I'm 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 digging it, man. Seeing all this like weirdness. Man, you know what? I, it might be really hard. Maybe it wouldn't be that hard. I'd love to go from like my birth. Yeah. One newspaper and just do every week. What was showing every Friday at like one, one yeah. uh, theater, and then just make that a, like a like a thing to music on YouTube. There you go, <laughs> like a little. Like, Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, like, yeah, and, yeah. And it would just stop on like it a long, slideshow, like or something. stop on it long enough that you can read it, and then bang, next one, bang, yeah. next one. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, my my friends found my friends are from Altoona, and they found some from that paper. And you should have seen all the bizarre crap they were playing at the drive-ins there. I it's bet not, you, you know, and I because like um. Shankweiler uh-huh. was the world's oldest, or the the nation's oldest drive-in was right, oh, maybe no like shit. five miles away from my house. Oh, I'm sure. So I bet you that that would be so cool. That's where I saw Star Wars. That's where I saw. I saw Star Wars in a drive-in too in '77. My parents would take us there, and, and we had this old um, Ford Torino. Yeah. And me and my sister would sit on the roof. Yeah. Like Flintstone style, and, yeah, and nice. we would be sitting on the roof, and my parents would sit in the car. And, and we, you could hear the soundtrack. Yeah, the, yeah. One speaker would go up on yeah. with us, and one was in my in the car. That is so cool. Yeah, man. Google newspaper archives. Yeah, there's a lot of. Like I said, there's not every newspaper is not in there. Every town's not in there. But I was lucky enough to find a local one, like the Miami. The big newspaper, the Miami Herald's not in there, and the Fort La, Fort Lauderdale Sun Sentinel's not in there. But the Miami News was if good you, enough. All you got to do is find one, you know, that's in the area, or and one. And you'd be surprised at how. I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm just look just from looking at the entertainment, the movie sections, how sleazy Miami got in the 70s, man. <laughs> it was like every other every other theater was like porn or sleaze or whatever. What was I watching? It was at like two in the morning. I was watching something, and they were talking about before Vegas, Miami. Yeah, if you go to the Miami 50s. was the place, like in yeah. the in the 40s even. Like yeah. that's where the gangsters controlled. Exactly. Oh, I was listening to a podcast about old comedians, and they were talking yeah. about how old comedians sometimes would be making somebody fun of somebody in the audience, and it was a mobster. Yeah, because, Jerry Lewis did that because he, the mob yeah. owned these places uh-huh. after the after Prohibition ended. They were stuck with these buildings, so they were like, "Eh, we'll make real things, Coca Cabana, stuff like that." And they were saying before Vegas, Miami was the place. Yeah, that was the the mafia owned run. Place I mean, to be. I know. haven't gone back to the 40s, but if when you look in the 50s in this thing, you see like all these comedians and Sinatra and all these people playing there. You're going like, wow, Miami was really, was really happening. Like Shecky, somebody like Shecky Green. They were saying these names, of course, and I've never heard of them. And I, it's weird Shecky because Green, I, Byron Cohen. I know these. I know like old comedians more than most. And yeah. They were saying names. I'm like, huh? Like yeah. I didn't know who the hell these vaudeville people were. guys. Yeah. Or whatever. It must have been a lot of that stuff. Yeah, but if you go back, I mean, I was looking in the 70s. Even in the 70s in Miami, they had these stupid vaudeville acts. Some guy called Monkey Kirkland. And he goes, see, comedian Monkey Kirkland and 30 of the most beautiful women. You know, <laughs> yeah, and exactly. it's like you see these crappy old ads faded is, or whatever. I'll have to try and do something. That would be really yeah, fun. Yeah, it's, it's good, man. It'd probably be a lot of work, but I bet you it'd be fun. Yeah, all I'm doing is finding the paper, getting a close-up, and doing a screenshot and cropping it and just saving it just in case I do something with it at some point. Or wow. That's yeah. cool. I'll have to try. I'll have to look into that. Yep, definitely. You'll have to, you're going to be tutoring me on how to do that, you know, but that's all right. Yeah, that's fine. It's easy enough. All right, I guess that's it for the week, man. What you got? Anything going on? Nothing. Just that? Just right, chilling? So just that. Just chilling. That's all right. That's good. i got to figure out some good movies to watch this week. I watched that Diabolique. And that's you mean the, the original one? Yeah. With yeah. the eyeballs? With the guy that comes out of the bathtub or whatever? Oh, no, 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 no. The the spy one. 
Oh, Danger Diabolic. Danger Diabolic. Diabolic was a mystery movie. Sorry, right? no, no, no. Yeah, okay. yeah, the Danger Diabolic. Hey, did you watch it already? Yeah. Let's just do it. I'll watch it and we'll do it for the show. That's so. okay. I don't care. I love that one. Okay. I, it's actually one of those movies where it's. it's that's Mario Bava. M and MST trashed it, but it, it's a funny movie. I mean, I like watching it. I don't know. It's like Barbarella. Yeah, some stuff I don't mind. You know. All right. Well, that's it for me too, and we'll see you guys on the other side with my uh, movie screenshot thing that I'll never get done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>